Hello and welcome to another episode of Character Transplant. I'm your host, Dr. Zach. And I'm Dr. Daniel, a doctor of you bastard. Excuse me, what? That's not a, that's not a field of study, that's just oh, a fact. I, I think it is. Your bastardry is so complex and advanced that it takes a full doctorate to study you bastard. Is it because I replaced you last week when you didn't show up? Not only that, you, you left and didn't take me with you. <laughs> Look, I only had like 10 kilos of space in the bag. I'm sorry. We have access to polymorph, man. <laughs> we know high-level clerics, wizards, and druids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Next time, you can just jump in the van and take that van down the road. Yeah. And we'll go to Kmart. <laughs> you could go to Kmart, or you can just come with me. It's fine. <laughs> well, just so we, we, everyone knows, I have a Doctor of Hawaiian shirts this week, just as a... Oh, okay. So what you have is <laughs> bastards in Hawaiian shirts. So you have Zach. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think I own a single Hawaiian shirt, actually. You do now. Oh, while, okay. while you were preparing on for this episode, I mm-hmm. went into your wardrobe and replaced all your shirts with Hawaiian shirts. Fantastic. I've always really Hawaiian Really loud shirts. and obnoxious Hawaiian shirts. Oh, you know, I should, I should cut my hair and then get it bleached blonde and I'll start calling myself Fieri and just see how it goes. <laughs> this is Zach Fieri coming at you. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so you've never seen the show before. What we do is we take one character, throw them in the back of a van. Take that van down to Target. <laughs> no, not Kmart to Target? No. And while we're at Target, do some Target practice. Whoa. Hey! Get out. No. <laughs> this is my house. And then while we're doing Target practice, then we go to Kmart. Yeah, and then while we're there, we make sure we see a big blue W. Exactly, then we go to big W. I mean, while we're at Big W, we do a quick detour into the reject shop. <laughs> but while we're at reject shop, we go to Best and Less. And then while we're at Best and Less, we have, we can see Sam's Warehouse, even though it's shut down. <laughs> we go, Sam's Warehouse, need to go there. Then we head to Bunnings. <laughs> while we're at Bunnings, we go to Masters and realize that's shut down too. <laughs> and then while we're going by all these, we remind everyone that we're absolutely not sponsored. No, not at all. But no sponsorship. If any of those companies want to sponsor us, we will absolutely whore out for money. You can contact us at equippableallies at gmail.com. <laughs> we, are ab- we will absolutely sell out within a half. I'll please. sell out for like for 20 cents, I'd sell out. If I ever managed to make 20 cents back on this podcast, I'd sell out. Oh, we, oh thank God I've embezzled all of our money, man. <laughs> Alright, so what if you so if you're playing Daniel's version of the game. If you're playing the suckers game, yes, then you have Hawaiian shirts selling out and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> and only one of those is related to the character this week. We're taking Yasutora... I, I probably should have remembered this character's name. Yasutora Sado, or Chad. <laughs> from Bleach. And you might be asking, why are you guys doing an episode on Bleach? It's so old. Except there's a brand new live-action movie that came out in Japan about three weeks ago. And it's going to come here eventually, so we're doing it now. Eventually. <laughs> so... Sato, or Chad, as the main character Ichigo calls him, because he wrote, he read his name before hearing his name. And in Japan, the same word, same written word can be pronounced multiple ways. Yes. That's, yes. That's, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to call him Chad because it's easier, easier than anything else. He first appeared in the second uh, chapter of the... Sorry, the seventh chapter of the Bleach manga. Hmm. Which doesn't sound right, but anyway... That's funny. I mean, he probably just appeared, but wasn't was nobody. Like, maybe this is Steve, Chad, and Derek. <laughs> maybe. Moving right along to more important plot matters. <laughs> well, that was released on March 4, two thousand and three. Well, the Bleach Manor is relatively new compared to like yeah some other stuff yeah yeah. 
Well, the first chapter appeared in January 5th, 2002. Yeah, yeah, that's still really relatively mm. new. Mm. It's only, 15, only 16 years old. <laughs> yeah, give, well, give me, let's, let's take, for example, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, or yeah. Or Dragon yeah. Ball, yeah. which is like 80s. Yeah. <laughs> the anime came out in the 80s. Yeah. The manga's from the 70s. Yeah, like... <laughs> That's not and we're normally dealing with here. No, we're going we're gonna to take Chad pretty much from the end of the anime, just from the fact that I didn't read the rest of the manga after the anime ended. That's fair. It's a pretty reasonable reason. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be mostly anime Chad because I didn't read much of the manga after that either. Uh, his personality, he is a very quiet protector. He doesn't talk much. He doesn't move much. You probably don't know he's there until you're encountering him. And he will, he will sit there. He will take your punches all day. Just to tie you out and make you stop. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where I remember just like can't be knocked down. So he's a paladin, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I mean, sure, I guess. Silent protector who will just he will just take the punishment rather than just beat you up. That's true. That's about right. Yeah, he's a paladin. <laughs> well, in this world, I won't go into the whole thing too much because there's a there's a lot to go into. But in this world, there's. Uh, so Shinigami, who are Soul Reapers, mm-hmm. they come from what is ostensibly heaven. And then there's two versions of hell. We went through this last week with Rob, actually. <laughs> there's... Yeah. I, I was too busy um, uh, stemming in anger. What was last week's episode? Uh, last week's episode was Uncle Iroh from Avatar The Last Airbender. I am so sad I missed that. <laughs> well, the plan was for you to be here, and then you were too busy having a life. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it, it was nice not seeing you for a week. Yeah. And for a month. Actually, for five <laughs> weeks, it was actually really nice not seeing you. That's fair. I get that. I feel the same way. Don't worry about it. Good. <laughs> but there's the so there's, there's two versions of hell. There's actual hell, which we see once in the show and then never again. Okay. And it's just like, oh, yeah, he's going to hell. And like the gate, gateway to hell comes, sucks him away, and he's gone. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no, he's going to hell. And then <laughs> there's, there's, there's Hueco Mundo, which is the, the realm of the monsters. Okay. <laughs> Which is where all the monsters come from, all the hollows come from. Oh, yeah. So that, that's that there. Everyone else's powers in the show come from Soul Society, which is heaven, essentially. Yep. Where, so the power comes from there. Except Chad. Chad's powers come from Wekomondo, <laughs> the land of the monsters. Why? It's never really specified. It is, it's not like he's a bad person, his family's not evil, he's not got some weird bloodline or anything, it's just, no, no, this guy... This guy's powers are demon powers. Okay. It's bizarre. The only thing I found is that Chad's family is Spanish. And Hueco, like, the whole whole thing is based on Spanish, Spanish. and the Spanish language. Okay. But that's dumb. <laughs> so, what, so what I'm hearing is we have a demon paladin, then. Kind of. Kind of, yeah, a little I bit. I kind of love it. I kind, I'm kind of loving this character. <laughs> well, one of the characters' first interactions with the supernatural... Is that he in this world? Like ghosts can inhabit things. Oh yeah. And one of the in one of them, the hollows are chasing a ghost. Yep. And inhabits a bird. The ghost. Yes. The bird. The ghost goes into the bird, and the yep. bird can now talk. All right. Chad. Uh, sorry, not Chad. Anyone in the world who has access to spiritual power, or I think it's called Ryatsu, spiritual power, can see demons, can see Shinigami, can see ghosts. Okay. And the main character Ichigo, he can he interacts with ghosts, he can see them, and he can he can hit them. No, they have, they have a physical form, yeah. but he can see them and he can hit them to defend them. P- punch them straight in the soul. Yeah, <laughs> Chad can't see ghosts or monsters like ninety nine percent of people. Huh. So a monster blows down a building, you literally just see the building explode. Right, and 
you know, took over like the Shining Army, like, oh, there's shit. the monster knocking down that building. Shit, Godzilla just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> Spirit Godzilla just knocked down that building. <laughs> yes. And then, so there's this monster that's chasing a hollow, chasing a spirit who's inhabiting the bird. Yep. And the bird starts talking to Chad. Okay. And Chad's like, talking bird. And that's fine. I'm taking a 100% agree with that. Talking bird. That's, I'm all about it. I'm just rolling with it. Yeah, he's like, okay, talking bird, let's be friends because I'm also alone and you are alone too. <laughs> so let's be friendly and that's fine. And then the bird, he's like, thank you for looking after me. Thank you, thank you. The monster's coming. The monster's coming. I don't see anything. I, we're in an open field. There's no monsters here. <laughs> no, it's right behind you. No, there's nothing there. <laughs> and Chad, with no powers, with no anything before he has any powers, fights an invisible monster to the best of his abilities to protect this bird. Again. The Paladin Parallels! The Paladin Parallels! <laughs> and that really bleeds into his personality, where he is a good man. He will defend and he will fight you. As long as you're a good person, he will defend you to his death. Again! Yep. <laughs> I, I understand why I'm drawing parallels to our, our conversation off camera, yep. but like, in this particular instance, it is really, really <laughs> apparent that this dude is just a he is a beacon of good. He is. He's absolutely... I, I would say he's probably the, the most good character in the show. Good. He will do good no matter what. For, for example, he get, he starts getting his powers. Yeah. And Ichigo says, hey, come with me to Soul Society. Because they took our classmate for committing crimes and she's going to be executed. I don't know how to get there. I don't know if we'll survive getting there, let alone come back alive. Yep. <laughs> I'll do that I'll come with you despite the fact I don't fully understand my new power I love this guy <laughs> he's amazing and uh, his physical traits it's an anime so everything's obviously is a bit a bit skewed okay so he is six foot tall ha- is jacked up to the nines and, yes uh, wears flamboyant pink Hawaiian shirts exactly <laughs> pretty much but our main character is probably like 5'11 and he's, he towers over him so I'd probably say 6 foot 5 Okay. In a live action show, he's the same. He's just a regular sized person, like five eleven. Ah. But you know, it's hard to find a six foot five Japanese actor. Six foot five <laughs> Japanese actor that looks like Alan Crossman. Yeah, it's very difficult. In terms of his powers and abilities, I'm not going to go. Th- I will go through and give a rough idea. All right. But I'm not going to try and read the names because, unlike Japanese names, I can't pronounce Spanish names. Ah. So I'm just going to use the English ones. So he starts out with just being a big guy who can punch hard. Sweet. And then he gets the right arm of the giant, which is... That sounds amazing. Yeah, right. It's a black arm with purple trimming. Okay. And then later on, the, the right arm of the giant gives him ability to fire energy blasts from his fist. That's fucking cool. It's awesome as hell. I, this is the right arm of the giant. It fires lasers. <laughs> he also, uh, as he's training, as time goes on, he gets an improved version of the arm called the jab. Okay. Where it turns into a big shield and he can punch real hard with it. With the shield? Yes. Cool. So he has a an arm that can turn into a shield and fires fucking lasers. Yes. <laughs> well, it's called the direct, but it also can translate as the jab. Then he gets his left arm, suddenly becomes armoured, and it be- it's called the left arm of the devil. So he has... The right arm of the giant that fires lasers and is a shield. Yes. What does the hand of the de- or the arm of the devil do? Ah, eh, kind of the same thing. It's not really. It's not that exciting. <laughs> it's kind of like the same sort of stuff, except it comes with a special ability. Oh, good. <laughs> called Devil's Strike. 
Uh, I'm on board. Where he can shoot lasers from his fingers. Fuck yes. <laughs> so he's just lasers, energy blasts all day. This man is... <laughs> this man has smite evil. <laughs> Pretty much. And so his right arm is black with purple trimming. His left arm is white with purple trimming and a giant spike coming out of the side. Nice. <laughs> this is Chad. So he has two arms that fire lasers and one of them can be a shield. Yes, well, one of them is a shield at this point. One of them is just a shield. And he has a little uh, breastplate that goes over his, his heart to protect his heart. Oh, I see. So... So what you're saying is he wears a he-, he has a heavy shield, mm-hmm. wears breastplates, and has smite evil. Kind of. Dude's a paladin, <laughs> but he goes into battle with no armor. Doesn't wear armor. Just, if you before he brings out his uh, weapons, he literally looks just like a kid in it. Uh, I see. He's he, he's got that um, weird um, archetype that lets you summon force armor as a class ability. I understand. Yes. Yes. That's right. And it, oh, Chad's also very intelligent too. Like he sounds like someone who's a reader. Ah, he's stupid. He's a dumpster. I like it. <laughs> so, out of three hundred and twenty-two classmates, he ranks eleven. Holy shit! Ah, <laughs> uh, no, wait, no, 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 that makes sense. Divine Grace means he can add his charisma to his saves. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep this going. I'm, I'm going to keep this going all the time, dude. <laughs> well, in terms of standard equipment, he has no standard equipment. Well, yeah, he's a paladin, but he's whatever the fuck's around. Yeah, pretty much. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> his motivation is to protect people. Again. Like, he will find the person who is in the most need of protecting and protect them. That makes complete sense. Yep. In terms of weaknesses, even though he's not dumb, he does act a bit dumb sometimes. And he's a bit easy, easy to manipulate. Like, uh, you can goad him into a fight quite easily. Ah, uh, yes, the paladin's downfall. Haha, <laughs> you're another <laughs> son of a cow. Well, I guess we're fighting now forever. <laughs> and the other trouble is that he's, because he's not quick to act, you can quickly take him down. If you're, if you're fast enough, you can get him while he's sort of a bit... Ah, uh, I see. Weakness to monks. <laughs> but if you look like a threat, he's ready for you. But if you, if you just look like a friend, he'll, he'll let his guard down pretty Ah, quick. my apologies. Weakness to sneak attacks. <laughs> and that's really about it in terms of Chad. He's a nice kid, intelligent guy. Chad, the paladin in the Japanese anime. <laughs> well, so where, where are we going to go? You've had plenty of time to come up with an idea for where to put Chad. Where do you want to take him first? Oh, Pokemon. Pokemon? <laughs> oh, God. Which series of Pokemon? Pokemon Origins? Pokemon the, Legends? Pokemon? The, um, the original um, Kanto region. Alright. With Ash or with Red? With Ash. Ah, that's a exciting. <laughs> because, one, he's gonna ha- he's, he. This is a man who's gonna take a look at all the animals and all. I was like, I can run with this. <laughs> he's not gonna be freaked out by the fact that there appears to be a bull with two tails. No, no, he'll be like, a bull with two tails, please, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to that. And he's he's going to be basically at home. I guess, but then what, how, is, what is he going to do? Because then he's going to find out about Team Rocket. Mm-hmm. Who is not only robbing people. Yep. They're forcing animals into slavery. Yep. He's going to find... Everyone's forcing animals into slavery, though. Yeah, but it, it depends on, like, the definition of slavery for a start. Well, being trapped in a ball 23 hours in a day. Yeah. <laughs> Unable That's, to do yeah. it. At the same time, a lot of trainers, like for example, Ash, mm-hmm. routinely let their uh, like animals out and all that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They treat them basically like family, effectively. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm-hmm. he would have a problem with the assholes, you know, the, the ones that Ash always beats up, basically. <laughs> the ones that are just like, no, no, you can't just whip them into submission. 
So are we saying that Chad would join Ash, or would he just be a, would he be slightly ahead of Ash at all times? You know, he he would be like one of those recurring like whenever they meet a major town and all that, mm. he would just be there at a cafe. Like, yeah. ah! <laughs> you know, I've been you know like I I've been recently like boxing with a Taurus and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> it's one of those recurring characters who's always doing more improbable and insane adventures yeah, when yeah. they meet up. Yeah, and like he's. He's like, like the hero of another story. If we're following Ash, he's mm-hmm. the hero of another story. It's like, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, there was a Gyarados who was just constantly flooding this town. I have no idea what his problem was. <laughs> Do we think that Ash would fight Chad like, as a friendly match? Oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the damn time. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm the, not the only, but I'm the, str- the premier Pokemon fighter. I will fight any Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like you know, it'd be like every time, like I'm um, after the series and all that. When Ash and Brock meet, it's like you know, let's have a friendly fight to yeah, see, yeah. let's see if Pikachu can finally affect Rock creatures. <laughs> do uh, do we think Chad would have Pokemon? Chad would probably have a few Pokemon, mm. but he would never put them in a Pokeball. He would yeah, just, like, always be on with, around with him. Everyone would be very confused as to why he was clearly uncaught but um, Pokemon. <laughs> he would never. He would never use a Pokeball at all. No. But this would lead to when Team Rocket absolutely just captures one of his Pokemon in a Pokeball. Mm-hmm. And then Chad just ruins that man's life. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of just changes that can happen in the story. Chad will be obviously on the SSN. That's... Oh, yes. No, no, no. A given, yeah. 100%. Anyone who goes into the Pokemon world has to be on the SSN at some point. Yeah, well, the, well, the SSN has one, one cruise and it sinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so, Chad's on the SSN and sees them trying to sell a magic up for an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, it's a Magikarp. Stop trying to sell that for Wait, that much money. Or would he actually buy the Magikarp? Was like, no, it would be, stop trying to sell that much money. I will, look, I will give you half of what you're asking for, because that's a reasonable price, and I'll take the Magikarp. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I think that he, they would give him the, like, the Pokeball, give him the Magikarp, and he's like, okay, excellent, and then release Magikarp into the water. Yes. Upon which it would become Gyarados, because that's apparently all that thing needed to do was to go in the water to become Gyarados. In the, yeah, in I the think show. so. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure as to... Like, you didn't get any experience from battles. No, it must have been, like, just right on the cusp and then... Yeah, yeah so you put in, in the water... In a shower or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you put in the water, become Gyarados, and Gyarados would attack the SSN as... As happens in the show. Yes. Except now we have Chad there to deal with it, and he wrestles the Gyarados. He's like, no... No, I did not. <laughs> I did not just spend fifteen hundred dollars for you to sink this ship. <laughs> you're going away. You're gonna leave, and that's all there is to it. And I think the first Pokemon movie as well. So we, if we move into Mewtwo vs. Chad, well, Mewtwo would get there and just be so confused. He would. He would have brought Chad because Chad's a premier Pokemon fighter. Yeah. But I'm gonna clone him, and then I'm gonna have my own premier Pokemon fighter. Chad would get there and be like, I, I understand. I was. I'm I'm here for you. <laughs> like, I'm here. Wow, I'm... man, you've had a real rough life. Yeah, <laughs> he, he would do, again do the paladin thing of just talking to the bad guy. Yeah, he wouldn't just go in like I'm gonna I'm gonna break you in half. Like, <laughs> Jesus, you've had a rough. You know what? Let's go beat up the guys who did this to you. Well, I wouldn't need because he, he's already killed all of them. Yeah, no, but Chad was still on. <laughs> Let's go to the afterlife and beat him up. I've been to the afterlife before. Let's go, I can do it. It's, it's not that hard. <laughs> well, I think Chad would be like, look, it, it's, that's what it is. Why do you want to have the clone Pokemon to show everyone that it, like what it's like to be a clone? You don't need to do that. Let Look, if you want to get some anger out, let's spar. Let's have a match. You can, yeah. you can fight me all day. I don't mind. And I think that he would not train Mewtwo, but he would befriend Mewtwo. Yeah. 
Mutant Chad traveling across the country <laughs> solving crimes. And then, well, then when he ret- when Mewtwo returns in Mewtwo Strikes Back, yeah, where he's he he and all the clone Pokemon have gone to live on a mountain. Uh, that's that's what happened. And Team Rocket wants to take over the mountain for unrelated reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and so Chad would be there on the mountain with Mewtwo. <laughs> like, here's my here's my Taurus. Here's my Raichu. Here is my Rapidash. Here is my Chad. <laughs> Hi, Ash. Hey. I feel like we've met before. We've met many times. You just keep forgetting me. <laughs> what kind of Pokemon's mine? <laughs> Every time, Pokemon. <laughs> But then it would just, I think would, the Team Rocket would attack and try and catch Pokemon, and Chad would just blow down the helicopters with his beam attack. Yeah, Chad, Chad would, like, actively help. <laughs> You're not taking these baby Pokemon. You're not taking these clones. My, my mountain. My friend's mountain. You don't, this is the line. You don't get to pass. That's right. And then I think it would turn into, not, like, not Legend, but instead of being a character that keeps showing up, it would be a character you keep hearing about. Yeah. And, like, Mewtwo and Chad went across the land. So it's like, oh, yeah, no, we, we're not allowed to, you, know, you don't go to that mountain white, it's Mewtwo and Chad's mountain. Oh, right, right, fair enough, fair enough. It's like, whatever there is just injustice in the world, Mewtwo and Chad will show up. I mean, not Chad, I mean, Mewtwo, Mewtwo, Mewtwo just raises his Pokemon, I mean, dude is like the premier Pokemon breeder now. Well, no, I think Mewtwo, they would, because they would form such a strong bond, yeah. Chad would be like, we need to help people now. Mewtwo like, yeah, I've, I've saved this mountain, I've made a, a paradise yeah. Pokemon. Everyone knows don't come to this oh mountain. Oh my god, they would, they would like just build a Pokemon Utopia on the mountain. Yeah, and then once they built that, they would then travel around the rest of the world trying to solve problems. No, no, no. Detective Chad. <laughs> Not even Detective Pikachu. Allow me to um, pitch something else to you. Mm-hmm. They settle down and basically b- become Mewtwo Dad and Chad Dad. To like an entire mountain worth of Pokemon. I, I don't they know. They become Professor Oak. That's cool. I think it'd be cool if like they were teleporting around, solving problems. Oh, yeah, yeah, like you know, they go, but like they basically become like the middle-aged versions <laughs> of Professor Oak. <laughs> then they start like a little town. They start setting tra- trainers out in their first journey. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, Mewtwo and Chad become the suppliers for all the starting Pokemon in all the regions. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you know, like because Professor Oak was once Ash, basically. Yeah, yeah. So Ash is Slash and all that. They're the next stage. They're like the middle stage between the settled down Oak yeah. and the adventuring Ash. Yep, yep. They've settled and settled down, but they, they're constantly also yeah, just... Yeah, going out doing stuff. Like, holy crap, we found it. There's apparently a golden Gyarados up in that mountain. Here on the <laughs> Let's go investigate. Yeah, it's like, and then eventually over time, they just settle down. Because mm. again, Chad has to age. I don't know if Mewtwo ages or not. Mewtwo... I don't know, Pokemon aging is kind of weird. You never really see an old Pokemon. Yeah. But, you know, Chad eventually is going to have to slow down. And yeah, just... yeah, 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 yeah. Be... I don't know, demon power tends to keep you young. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, blood of demons, I mean, <laughs> I hear his vitality, but it can only last for so long. Then he becomes... <laughs> but then Chad has to change his name. Mm-hmm. Because to be a Pokemon professor, yeah. you can't have a name, you can't be Professor Chad. No, you've got to be Professor Wood of some kind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's yeah, I don't really have a name that he can become because it's all it's all over the place. But that's I think that's good. I think that's a good way, good place yeah. to put it. So, so, what do you got? Well, I had a strange one, and I don't know how well you would how you think this is going to go. I mean, let's face it. I I have uh, introduced many a strange universes. <laughs> that's like true. with the stars. <laughs> well, I was thinking fairly odd parents. Oh god. Oh no. <laughs> because Chad is a good man. Yes. And as, as happens to fairly our parents, all everything has to happen to Timmy Turner. 
It can't yes. happen to anybody. It has to be Tim. Yep. And Chad would come, would show up, and we already know that uh, Vicky is in love with the uh, the other Chad. Yes. I've forgotten his name. Uh, the he, performer. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but yeah, I know who's yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, Chad Chester, I think it is. Yeah. So other Chad comes, and he's like, "Look, he, he goes goes to high school and happens to encounter Timmy just on the street, and Timmy looks sad because Timmy's a sad, depressed child, <laughs> and wandering Cosmo at home." He's like, oh, l- listen, little kid. Why don't I give you a... Where, where do you live? I'll give you a piggyback home. Because I'm a good person. And it's not creepy. Yep. And like, yep, to get him piggyback home is like, thanks for that, Chad. And Vicky gets excited thinking it's Chad Chester. So she runs out and is like, Chad! And at the same time, a limo happens to be driving by because that's... That's, that's, that's fairly that, that's, that's how right. world works. Yes. yes. And so, our Chad has to stay and babysit Timmy because that's what you do when you're a good person. Exactly. As he babysits him, and Timmy has the first time an experience there where he has a good babysitter. Yeah. And he has a happy he has a happy time, and Cosmo and Warner don't need to come out of it. Like, they come out and they check, and it's like, oh, Timmy's playing with a friend. Fantastic. We're so happy that Timmy's finally got a friend. They don't go away straight away. Because no. you, can, you can have a good day and then be a depressed child again the next day. That's how that works. Oh, yeah. It's not 100% hit rate, basically. No, that's it. And then the next day, Chad and Timmy, like, Chad and Timmy hit it off, and they're like, Chad doesn't mind hanging out with Timmy. Timmy likes hanging out with Chad. It's a good thing. And like when the t- when the parents come home, they're like, "Who who are you? Why are you in our house? What happened to Vicky?" Look, Vicky literally just ran away. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what she did. She just ran away and left your child alone. <laughs> like, well, here's the money we're gonna give her, and can you come back tomorrow? <laughs> yes. As so Chad becomes Timmy's new babysitter. Absolutely. This this is this is a good thing for Timmy. This is a very good thing for Timmy. Timmy grows mat- maturity. He he gains some of Chad's perspective yeah. on life. Small point. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually continue because there, there is something about fairly odd parents you've forgotten. But oh no, I'm I'm aware of I'm aware of Jordan. That's not what I'm. That's not what I'm. No, you've forgotten. Okay, well, that's right. While you're doing, it, I'm going to double check to make sure I'm not saying. Well, I'm <laughs> and this continues for a couple of months because again, a child. The fairies are there because Timmy's a sad child. That's yes. why because my wonder are there. Yeah, and the, the whole point, like um, happy children don't get fairly um uh, fairy godparents. That's right, and so that that's all happening there. And while this is happening, Timmy's making less and less insane wishes. He's like he's not he's not like turn the world into monkeys. He's not. <laughs> I wish that I had all the answers. Uh, I wish every day was Christmas. It's things like I wish my clothes were clean. I w- and just like convenience things rather than happy things. Yeah. Because he's happy, he's got a, he's got a happy time, and so as he grows, in every next couple months, he grows into Chad's personality. He starts to be more protective. He starts to be more mature, until he gets into a fight one day at school. Because Crocker is accusing somebody else of having fairy godparents, <laughs> and Timmy steps in like, no, no, th- this has to stop. It has to stop Crocker. There's no such thing as fairy godparents. Exactly. And Crocker's like, fairy godparents. That's he tends to do, and. It's at that point where Timmy gets into his first actual fight. Like, we see him get into little bully scrapes and everything, but he gets into his first actual fight. Because Crocker and some bully kid are fight, uh, uh, bullying this other kid. This makes sense. And so he gets into an actual fight and gets actually hurt. And Chad, Chad sees this when he picks him up from school. He's like, oh my god, what happened to you? Let's get you to hospital, get you fixed up. And it's at that point where Cosmo and Wanda start to... They, they get a visit from Jorgen. And like, you've got to... You've got to grow now. Timmy's... Timmy's happy. Like, you've done your job, you're on to your next assignment. <laughs> yep. And, like, you've, you've got till midnight. 
And Timmy's parent, like, Timmy's godparents leave. Cosmo wanted to go. Chad and Chad stays his babysitter, and Timmy grows up to be a well-adjusted, regular child with no magic. Two things. Mm-hmm. One is the Timmy Turner loophole. Yes. Which is part of the rules. Mm-hmm. Two. What is the Timmy Turner loophole? It is the loophole that allows Timmy Turner to keep his fairly godparents. Your fairy godparents. I see. Based on what? <clears throat> Based on the fact that one he has saved the fairy world multiple times over. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that, um, and I'm going to find the quote here. Um, he has loved his fairies more than, than 13 years. <laughs> than anybody else would. You know, it, it states that if there is ever a boy named Timmy Turner, and if, it, and if he has kept and loved his fairies for more than 13 years... And promises to make wishes only for others and not for his own selfish purposes, he may keep his fairies. Mm-hmm. hmm hmm Well, you see, this isn't this isn't thirteen years though, this is two or three years. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, because he <laughs> he's got chat. And beyond that though, beyond all of that, those those rules. Timmy wouldn't the reason that Timmy is so desperate to keep his fairy godparents is because they're the only thing that really matters to him in his world. Yes. But he will have chat. He'll have new friends. He'll have a, re- a well-adjusted lifestyle. He won't care about the fairies that much. So when they say they're going, it'll be, oh, I understand. You need to go to someone who needs you more than I do. Yeah? Yeah. And I, so that'll be that. The, the major changes to this, though, because that just sounds like, eh, whatever. Fairy world is absolutely destroyed. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> Several times. But the first of which being the anti-fairies getting out. Anti- uh- I don't remember the anti-fairies. So the anti-fairies are just fit. They're, they're literally like anti-Cosmo is the opposite of Cosmo. He is supremely intelligent, conniving, and looks exactly like Cosmo. That's Except um, the fact that he's blue. That sounds terrifying, actually. Yeah, and like the anti-Jorgen, I think, is tiny. That makes complete <laughs> sense. Yeah, the anti-fairies, they destroy, and their sole goal is, I believe from memory, to just cause mayhem and havoc. Ah. But they start by destroying Fairy World and then come to Earth. But that's okay because we have a we have a, a stoic defender. We have a strong man who's ready to take on strong ideals. We have Chad. The anti fairies show up and Chad just starts blasting. Yeah, yeah, no, actually, yeah, no, that, that, was, that, 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 that is the hard counter to that. Yeah, and Chad just starts blasting away at every threat that comes to Earth. One other thing I. Because mm-hmm. I want to double check that um yep. yeah that's why you've been quiet this whole time yeah yeah sorry yeah because the, I want to double check for what what I know about fairly uh, fairly odd parents mm-hmm. is it a fever dream or not uh huh when at what age does Timmy meet Chad well it had to be pretty early on I would say probably eleven eleven yeah this is a problem then okay because um because Timmy, Timmy wishes he'd never be over ten. <laughs> Yes. At 10, then. <laughs> at, at 10. At See, 10. here's the problem here. Timmy's secret wish <laughs> is the fact that, turns out, Timmy, uh, the first thing he did and erased from everyone's memory, mm-hmm. was he would be 10 forever. Yep. It's fine. When he's 10, I would think relatively early six months into that wish, he meets Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Because, let, let, let's face it, Chad... How I feel, if that, if that happens still at all, that, mm-hmm. Chad's going to suspect something. Yeah, Chad will know something's up immediately. 
Chad might do something dumb. <laughs> As to, I need to break the time loop kind of dumb. <laughs> no. I think if he did that, Chad would just be like, can you make that wish for me too so I'm still part of this world? <laughs> I don't just age to death. No, no, I can't. <laughs> because no one remembers that wish. I know. I think Chad. I think going to Chad though would it would solve a lot of problems. It would eliminate fairies. It would no, no, it would eliminate magic because let's face it. Okay, one magic's biggest threat would be taken away. Yep, one of the biggest threats. Yep, one, one, one would be taken away. Not the anti magic fairies. Mm. Timmy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah, and I but think also all the other threats that Timmy routinely faces mm-hmm. would be taken away. Yep. Also causes. A lot of Co- causes yeah, it as causes, well. Yeah. But there is still one more thing. Mm-hmm. Crocker. Crocker's insane though. Yes. However, when Crocker gets even a modicum of magic, mm. he doubles down on the insanity. Yes, he does. I.e. him and Timmy have a massive fight with Crocker in a mech suit for yeah. some reason. <laughs> I do remember. And they split an atom and cause a nuclear explosion. I remember this episode. Yeah. But that's what Chad is for. Crocker gets his mech suit and Chad just blasts him into pieces. No, I think that would be an hour long. Like, that would be like... That would be a special. It would be a three-episode special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it would still be Chad would overcome. Any problem that the fairies Hopefully. could overcome, yeah. Chad would overcome. I mean, he is a paladin and Divine Grace is a fantastic class feature. <laughs> anyway, where, where would we be off to next? Where are we just sitting for the future? Simple. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Yep. We're going to put him into Die Hard. Die Hard? Yes. Okay, at the beginning? At the beginning. <laughs> Does he show up in the limo? Is he the limo driver instead of Argyle? <laughs> no. He 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 just he's just there at the um at the party because someone invited him because he looked like he needed a good time. Fair enough. He's like you're far too uptight right now. <laughs> Come to this party. Welcome to the party, pal. Exactly. <laughs> Alright. So Hans Gruber busts in. <laughs> the terrorist busts in. And Hans Gruber is dealt with Pretty much venom there. Like it's <laughs> terrorists. <laughs> yeah, that's not the, the issue here. Even mm-hmm. number two and three. Yeah, where where three like, might be a bit different because he's no longer targeting John McClane. Well, he's targeting Chad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which which is fair enough. Mm-hmm. It is four that the issue becomes. Okay. Because four's main shtick. Yep. Is that this guy is just like. Indestructible? Well, no, he, he's a technical wunderkind. Oh, the villain. Yeah, the villain. I thought you just die hard, just Bruce Willis. No, 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 no. <laughs> Like, the villain in 4. Yep. It's not like he's targeting John McClane specifically. Mm. McClane just gets in his way constantly. Right, 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 right. Which is what Chad would do. Yeah, like, yeah. But the difference is, McClane is just a man who this guy can beat. This guy sees a dude start firing fucking lasers. <laughs> he's not going to chuck that guy. No, but he has no need to get this guy in his way. Mm. Plus, he also can just blow... Like, he, he can apparently hack an oil plant... Uh, like, a gas plant mm. to self-destruct. Well, how does John, how does John McClane get involved in that? Because we've got to remember, oh, Chad is a high school student. John, um, uh, John McClane um, gets involved in it by... Um, uh, someone does a hack on the Pentagon or the FBI or whatever mm. and John McClane just happens um, to go pick up the um, hacker um, as, who, as a cop though he's, as he's a, cop, as a cop yeah because yeah, Chad's not a cop and he wouldn't become a cop yeah so he this is what I think he stops the die hard he stops the the Nakatomi Plaza attack mm-hmm. and then he's immediately rocketed into the media as a sensation 
Yeah. Because it's just, that's <laughs> that's what happened. He yeah. shot a laser out of his arm. Yeah, and then you know, things died down and a bit. Until Die Hard 2, where an airport gets taken over. No, no, where he just happens to be, like, he's catching, like, a, it's like no, no, but that's, oh, I haven't actually seen Die Hard 2 in a long time. Does the whole airport get taken over, or is it no. just a plane? No, it is just a plane. Like, okay. Was, was, well, no, some terrorists take over, not, they don't take over, they more, like, hack the um, radio control tower. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. You know, like, they fuck with, um, the... Uh, it's like the, we're going to say that the altitude measure on all the planes uh-huh. is 500 high, uh, meters higher than normal. Yeah. So when they go to land, yeah, they're, not gonna be ready, yeah, but they're not going to be ready for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's just going to be there. Like, because, you know, he's catching a flight, like, out of it. <laughs> he's going to be exactly the same position McLean's in. Well, that, that's my thinking, is that maybe he won't be because he'll... Like, McLean's not, like, a registered as a hero cop. He's, he's a hero cop and then back to the beat. Yeah. He's not anything special. Chad would be put something special because of his abilities. So he'd be put into... He'd immediately become a media sensation just in the fact that he can do these things. Yeah. And he wouldn't be on the plane. Well, but that's the thing. McLean isn't on the plane. No, but he wouldn't be in the airport that time either. And John McLean doesn't have the experience of dealing with Hans Gruber in the past. So his confidence levels are lower. So the ter- my thinking is Die Hard 2, the terrorist plans actually work. Not... Honestly, I don't think McLean has... Um any confidence issues between one and two like he's in terms of so no, not confidence in, not, not his confidence other people's confidence in him because the oh, yeah, the yeah. head of the the head of the of the airport is letting him do things that he wouldn't normally let a cop do because he's John McClane yeah and like well I'm here I'm a cop I can help get out of here we have so many cops we don't need to deal with you so the things that John McClane does to save everybody don't happen because he's just not given no one else no, believes in him no here's what happens mm-hmm. there's a scene in number two where McLean um, loads an MP5 filled with blanks. Yeah. And then just opens fire on um, the bad guy, uh, like on one of the heroes, mm. on like the cops. You yeah. know, to demonstrate they're filled with blanks. Yeah. He does that, and then everyone just shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a dead John McLean. Yeah. <laughs> because my thinking is then, it hits the news about this, the takeover of the airport. Who do they call? They okay. call the man who, who held people in the past. They call Chad. Yeah. They send in Chad. Chad doesn't know what to do. Chad's just a guy. Yeah. He's not a cop. And he spent the last year being in front of cameras as just being paraded around as this magnificent guy. Not solving problems. Not out there on the streets doing cop yeah. things. Now, Chad, but now Chad is in his element. Chad, Chad is like, this is actually what I do. <laughs> I, solve, I solve big problems. Yeah. So Chad just goes around and he's not very like good at trying to... like. There's a lot of collateral damage is what I'm hearing. Well, no, no, not necessarily like collateral damage, but more just like, he, there's no finesse, it's more just like, well, they're getting away, I'm going <laughs> to run over there and punch them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I think it, it does it with Dead John McClane and Chad being the hero again. Yeah. Then three happens, and I don't know. <laughs> Hans, Gruber, Gruber, Hans Gruber's brother, Simon, Simon specifically targets Chad. Yeah. And calls him out. Yeah. And the plot basically goes along um, pretty much the same, including Samuel L. Jackson and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but instead of like a rocket launcher taking out um, John McCle- uh, like the helicopter at the end, yeah, Chad just blasts him. Yeah. <laughs> and then four, I don't think with four, I think it's a bit different. We don't have John McClane picking up the hacker. We have just some other random cop picking up yeah. the hacker. So the hacker gets away. No, the hacker dies. Hacker dies. Well, that's that's why we're all that. Like the idea was that um, 
because they outsourced this hack basically like everyone got bits and pieces no one saw the full mm. picture mm. and now they're killing all these hackers so no, like, right okay yeah. I never saw full <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so like that's why John McClane gets involved in this because he goes to pick up this hacker and he's the last one left on the okay, well, guy's the, list to kill basically basically four goes off without a hitch for the, for the villain then because Chad's not in any way related to that well no that's the thing there's a lot of chaos in the, like so Chad would Chad would actually um be seen as a hero still mm. um, by like just saving people through through the fire sale, mm-hmm. but actually no, that means that we're now living in a post-apocalyptic um, America. <laughs> hey, you know who thrives in a post-apocalyptic America? Who? Chad. Yes. <laughs> he gains a following. Oh my! Chad basically becomes a beacon of good in this world. Yep. He starts building up a settlement. He starts. <laughs> he starts basically. He reshapes starts... humanity's views on everything. Yes. Everyone becomes a paladin, basically. <laughs> well, he starts a new community, and it's a very simple community. Help others. Do for others everything you can do. And it's a helpful community. Yes. And it becomes a community where they, they sort of... Inv- they sort of uncover themselves in... Let's say a shrove of trees. And then as time goes on... And like humanity rebuilds itself around them. But these guys are stuck in the forest. Yeah. And they live in a village. They start their own little village up. Oh, I see where we're going with this. And then Chad's... Chad, eventually Chad passes on. Eventually yeah. everybody dies. And you've got a new... The new generation. So that... Not the Chad... Not the generation after Chad. Not the next generation. That generation. The fourth generation later. They've all grown up in turn. They've, and they've grown... And become the elders of the village. Yep. And the moniker of help others has definitely... Sort of fallen away as, time, as time's gone on. Replaced with what exactly? I would say protect the village. Make sure we don't interrogate. Outsiders are bad because outsiders don't want to help the village. Outsiders want to destroy the village. There are signs that they want to destroy the village. There's lots of other M. Night Shyamalan movie references that I don't know that I can't make. There's a there's a mist rolling through town. God damn. <laughs> but I they, they need... Someone gets hurt and they need medicine they just don't have because they cut themselves off they didn't get enough doctors. Medication's hard to come by. Yeah, they, they need penicillin and they don't have the tech for it. No, and they know if they send someone out into the world, they, they're just going to be really confused and really blindsided and come back and they're going to destroy the village. Exactly. So they send, the, they send a blind girl to get the medicine. That makes sense. And then it's just the, the movie The Village. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we, 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 we hearts were over to the village. <laughs> So where are we up to now? Which time do we have? Do we have <laughs> yeah, we have time for one more each. One more, one more each? Yeah. Okay, well, in that case, then, there's only one place. Mm-hmm. A place that will test this man's <laughs> dexterity. Oh, good. A test this man's resolve. Uh-huh. Test this man's skill and charisma. Mm-hmm. And his strength. <laughs> <laughs> and where is that? Dancing with the stars. God damn it. <laughs> You can't just no, keep putting him in no, Dancing with the Stars. No, I'm not going to Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Sorry, I just couldn't resist making that crap. No, no fair enough. <laughs> Let's face it, the man's got like, man's got like, techno, techno hands already. Dude's going to look fabulous on the dance floor. <laughs> well, you can put him into Saturday Night Fever. He'll look fabulous every Saturday night when they go dancing. That would be amazing. Or, or Mamma Mia. Or oh, Mamma Mia. <laughs> But where are we really off to, though? Um, I've just blanked on the... Yeah, no, that's right. 
I did actually have one. Um, I blanked on the. St- <laughs> it's a Steven Seagal movie. Uh huh. Executive decision. No. <laughs> oh no, you know this one. Okay. Um, you know this one because it also has Wesley Snipes in it. Okay. And uh, look, I'm not testing this for one minute. Um, who's the guy? Dennis Leary. That's what I'm. Uh, sure. You're describing people I know of. Demolition Man. I've never seen Demolition Man. You've never seen Demolition Man. Never ever have I seen Demolition Man ever. <laughs> wow. Which should come as a surprise to no one. <laughs> no long-term listeners. Not to like, you. Honestly. Is it the one with the shells? Yes. Demolition Man is a terrible, terrible movie. (laughs) I don't think when they go to the future, and like we've spoken about it before, they get cryogenically frozen. Yes. Yeah. Demolition Man is a terrible movie that I will always watch. (laughs) (laughs) Because Demolition Man is actually just fun. Like, Wesley Snipes eats all of the scenery. (laughs) Wesley Snipes blends the scenery... <laughs> injects it purely into his veins mm-hmm. and then snorts it like crack cocaine. I see. Because I'm pretty see. sure he was high during that movie. It's the only explanation. Right. Alright, so what, what changes from Demolition Man? Because we've talked about it before on the show. So, Dem- so the basic premise of Demolition Man, like, because I don't know how long ago or how many people. It was a, it was a little while ago, but Demolition Man. Quick, the quick recap is yep. Steven Sell gets frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the dude is insane. Well, not insane, but um, the fact that he's called Demolition Man should um, show how much collateral damage there is. <laughs> there is his nemesis, Simon, who also gets um, cryogenically frozen. Mm-hmm. Simon then gets let out, and rather than the normal rehabilitation program of, you know, like knitting or something like that, that normally gets put into a person's mm-hmm. mind, um, sabotage, guerrilla warfare... Computer hacking, <laughs> instant weapon recognition, stuff like that, gets downloaded into him. Right. As you do. Steven Seagal gets um, decanted or, you know, frozen to deal with him, mm-hmm. to deal with Simon. Such is the movie's plot. And yep. the main crux is the big good, or, or essentially big good and the head of the um, government, yep. uh, let out Simon to deal with the underclass people kill them all and yeah yeah it's it's a very silly plan mostly because this guy's like yeah no you can't kill me mm. um I put a, I put a thing in your head you know that stops you from actively killing me yep however what he didn't put into his head is the kill command for anyone else <laughs> so all Simon does was hand the gun to someone else and say kill him <laughs> okay <laughs> sure that's how that works um so what changes here mm-hmm. is that Simon goes down like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> the movie's over in about four minutes. There he is. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> well, this leads to a different problem mm-hmm. for Simon specifically. Yep. Because violence is not a thing that this world is used to. <laughs> Especially a man shooting <laughs> lasers out his hands. Yep. Okay. So he's going to be... Uh, Chad is going to be cryogenically frozen. Sure. Because he just committed murder death kill. But he was torn to. Would he be? Like, that's the thing. Hmm. It depends on whether or not he's actually... Like, if, he, if we just drop him in there... Yeah. And he finds out about Simon himself... Hmm, that's true. He's going to get involved, but yeah. then, like, no one... No one in this world knows violence. Mm-hmm. True. So, so true. he's going to be trying to end... Well, not reprogrammed, <laughs> but, like... Have implants put in. Yep. So he's going to want to knit all the time. <laughs> Do you reckon he'd use his lasers to knit? 
I reckon he'll use laser beam. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, this is a world that is not suited to Chad. Mm. Because Chad is just like, Chad is a warrior. Mm, true. In, in purpose. Yeah. Maybe not in heart, but like... Yeah, that, that's what he does. He fights. This is a world where the police don't know how to deal with murders. <laughs> that's freezing. This is the world where the police don't know how to deal with any kind of physical violence. Mm. Okay. So, frozen Chad has had his ends and he wants to need all the time. Uh, a popsicle Chad, yes. Yeah. A Chadsicle. A Chadsicle. <laughs> well, that's that's one way. That's that's Chad on ice. Like Disney on ice? Yes. <laughs> but with more laces. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's funny that we brought up Disney on ice. Oh, no. <laughs> because we're going to put we're gonna put Chad to his last hurrah. We're going to put him somewhere possibly unexpected, possibly expected. Yes. Now, I said Disney on ice. What's the worst thing you think of? Frozen. I've never seen Frozen, so I'm not qualified to talk about Frozen. But I have seen Moana. Moana's actually a pretty good movie. Moana's a great movie. (laughs) All kidding aside, Moana's actually just a fun movie. It is. It's got good good songs. Also, weird stuff. Also, The Rock being like just a demigod is kind of fun. Because it's like, yeah, you you haven't really just... You haven't learned your lesson. You haven't learned anything. You're just a joke. Yeah. But the thing about it all is, is that part of it, it's all obviously Pacific Islander yeah. folklore and things like that. But Chad still has his ridiculous powers. Yes. And there's a going theory that Moana actually dies about halfway through the movie. Okay. Because she goes to the world of the monsters, which according to the, the- according to the folklore means she has to die to go there. Yeah, which is hell, basically. Well, that's when she meets the giant crab. Yeah. Yeah. Which is hell. (laughs) (laughs) But she has to die to go there, and then after that, the movie takes a really weird turn. Like, before then, it's all, like, conceptual. It's like, oh, there's a blight on the the island. Yeah. And that could just be a bad couple of years. Like, that could just be famine or something. It could be something normal. After they go to hell, the whole rest of the movie sort of opens up a lot more supernatural elements. Like, there's the ocean, which was alive, which can be passed off as just the ocean. But after that, there's gods, there's huge fights. Maui actually transforms a lot. They meet the coconut people, the coconut pirates. Well, coconut pirates were before they went to hell. Were they? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've very briefly read this here, I don't know. But the whole point of that was that, you know who's been who's been to hell and back? It's Chad. Huh. He's been to the realm of the monsters. So I think we put him down there about the same time as they come across Crabulon, the giant crab. No, Chad takes one look at the crab and like, yeah, no, I fought something like this before. Yeah, like, he grabs his leg and just sort of snaps the legs. It's like, alright, grab your little hook thing, let's go. And so I think we t- at this point that we have to take Chad while he's in Huecamundo, or the World of the Monsters, in Bleach. Yes. And he just wanders out of that World of the Monsters into this World of the Monsters. Yeah, no, there's no, like, there's no difference. He just it's sort just... of wanders across. And he's like, okay, well, I, we got your hook back. Can you take me out of here? Can you take me back to the real world, please? And they say, sure, we can take you back to the real world. And he helps them get the get the heart back. The heart and the feeding. Yeah. 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 And, that, and which makes it a lot easier in the final fight, because initially, or for the fight, it's very difficult for Maui to do it. Yeah, because... <laughs> because we, the giant lava guy fights him. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're the same. Spoilers spoilers for Moana. The giant lava guy and the goddess of life are the same person. Yeah. And so while thoughts are happening, Chad uses that as a perfect distraction to use his giant, giant hands, hand of the giant, to climb her and put the heart back in place. Yeah. Because while the legend says Maui has to do it, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be Maui. 
No, no, the legend just says that Maui's cursed until until has returned. Yeah, so Maui's going through. He's got a fake a fake heart, getting her attention, and then all of a sudden she just turns to the, the goddess of life. Yeah. Very very simple ending. Yeah, Maui's fishhook isn't destroyed, so he doesn't have to learn about overcoming his problems and using a damaged fishhook. Yeah, and and more to the point, the goddess doesn't give him back back one. Yeah, and he doesn't become an immediate hit joke again. Yeah, so he actually grows and he becomes a more humble person. I think that's good. Anyway. And Moana's still dead. Yeah, Moana. <laughs> I don't think Moana is dead because she leads her people later on. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, yeah. it's uh, the theory unless, unless, she was unless, unless dead, Chad would take yeah. her place. Uh, unless the um, implication is that all her people are dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, the island was dying when she left, and we don't know how long she was gone for. Yeah. And it was. It's not like a, a quick boat trip. It was probably months between getting from place to place. Mm-hmm. It's possible they're all dead. But it's unlikely. <laughs> but yeah, the whole the whole side of that would be that it's a better ending. Everyone's happy. But I was thinking that Chad would just replace Moana after the Lord of the Monsters. Now <laughs> <laughs> he's just very confused. Young woman comes in. Chad. Comes <laughs> what happened down there? Nothing. Let's deliver the heart of a few why why are our arms technicolor? <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, the arms just change back to normal. <laughs> that's that's more concerning. <laughs> also, do you know the chicken in that movie was played by Alan Trudy? Yes. Hilarious. <laughs> what a strange guy that guy is. Yeah, dude's still in the contract from Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been the episode. Thank you for listening. I've been Dr. Zach, a doctor of Hawaiian shirts. And I've been a doctor of you. Bust. <laughs> and if you have anyone you'd like to see us transplant or anything, or any place you'd like us to put somebody, send us an email to quibbleallies at gmail.com. Uh, our website at quibbleallies.com. No, not the order, but that's okay. They're on Twitter at equippableally. At Facebook, equippleallies. And look, if you want to hear more of our sultry, sultry tones, ladies. Hello. Oh my. my. I think I did that in the wrong order too, but that's okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, we do another podcast, Evil Inc., where we just help bad guys with their problems. That's right. Are you a bad guy who doesn't quite know how to deal with the, with your hero? Do you pay too much in health in health insurance for your people? <laughs> Have you great. decided that tra- transportation to your lair needs to be cut off? Contact Evil Incorporated. <laughs> and if you like our art, you can check out our artist at her website, newtegan.weebly.com, or on Instagram at newtegan. And if you want to help us, word of mouth really helps. Yes. So what I want you to do... Actually, before you do the word of mouth thing. Yes? Do you know how hard it was to do that last week by myself? The whole mouthful. Really? All the blokes. That's right, yeah, because Rob doesn't know. Yeah, Rob doesn't know the call and response. <laughs> anyway, sorry, word of mouth really helps. It's word of mouth really helps. So what I want you to do is I want you to find a volcano. Mm-hmm. And what I want you to do is set off that volcano. As you do? And then set off every volcano. <laughs> and create a Pacific Rim? No, just create a lava being of volcanoes, <laughs> and then have tarantulas come out of them. Okay, okay. Love tarantulas. Love tarantulas. Love actually. No, no, love tarantulas. Uh-huh. Like, it's in the same universe as Sharknado, as I found out last night. Oh my god! There are two movies. Oh god! There are five Sharknado movies. There's a sixth one coming out next week. Yes. Anyway, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.